You are now tuned in to The Courtney Show. I'm your host, a boy named Courtney. Today is October 8th, 2020. This is episode 20. Um, Shout out to my Spotify listeners. Shout out to the goddamn Instagram listeners. The the Anchor listeners. Oh, big shout outs to Anchors, man. Anchor helped me do this whole podcast. Um, Today you're going to hear me get into the Lakers versus Heat Game 5 preview. The Bucks versus Bears Thursday night football preview. My top five matchups for week five of the NFL. And is COVID-19 really an issue for the NFL or is it something they can get through? Let's go. So for any Heat fan right now still holding on to any hope that the Heat win this series, this series is over. This series is over. Um... They, the Heat won there. So, matter of fact, let me back it up. Let me back it up. Let me back it up. For those who don't know, Lakers are in the finals. Miami Heat are in the finals. Game one happens. Lakers blow it out of the water. Drogic gets hurt. Um, Bam out of Bayou gets hurt. Um, Jimmy Butler looks like he caught an injury game one. Um, going to game two, the Lakers defeat them again. Bam out of Bayou out. Dragic out, um, and Jimmy plays. Game three, Jimmy has an outstanding game, um, drops 40 points, um, a 40-point triple-double, and I think it, the stat line for him was 40 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, and Jimmy looked like the best player that night. Game four, Lakers win 102 96. Here we are today. The series is over, folks. I said from the jump that the Lakers were going to beat the Miami Heat in five. I believe the Heat were too tough of a team to get swept, but I feel like they were too young of a team to win games. Um, when I told people, hey, Miami has a lot of rookies that they're going to have to play eventually in the playoffs. You got it in the playoffs. You can't go five deep. You can't go six deep. You can't go seven deep. You got to be able to go eight to nine deep, maybe even 10 sometimes. That's what the difference is in the playoffs, folks. Um, And when it came to Miami, Miami went the deeper they go, the younger they go, the more inexperienced they go. It's just proven. You got Jimmy. You got, you got Jimmy who's never been to the finals. You got Bam who's never been to the finals. You got Dragic, who's never been to a finals. You got Tyler, who's never been to a finals. You got, um, who else? Crowder. I think Crowder did. I'm not sure. I, I don't think he did. I don't think Crowder did. I think Crowder was maybe dropped that year LeBron went in 2018. I think he got traded just before. But, yeah, most of those guys haven't seen and NBA Finals are even the goddamn deep playoff run. So I knew they weren't going to win the title. I, however, did think it was a possibility for Miami to go to the finals. Now, this is a big bravo for this Miami team. Whether people want to say the Bucks got, you know, Giannis got injured, the Celtics, da da da. Just, just think about it. They had to literally get up. And play teams who've already been there, done that. You know, teams who've who were higher seeded than them. The Bucks were a one seed. The the Pacers were a four seed, I think. 
um the the Celtics were a three seed. So they beat the one, three, four seed and the fifth, the the second seed they didn't have to play, which was the Toronto Raptors. My whole thing is people can't not Miami forgetting here. But we all knew that they weren't going to beat the Lakers. In game five, they are not going to beat the Lakers for the simple fact LeBron James, Rajon Rondo, Anthony Davis, this team is too stacked. This team is too good. Dwight Howard, these guys are too close to the finish line to lose a game, to lose a series, to lose a title. The reason also why I said that these guys won't lose as well is because look at the Lakers roster. Look at the Heat roster. Who has more to lose off of a loss in the finals? Dwight Howard, he know if he don't win a title, he's not coming back to L.A. next year. Um, there's no chance. There might not be a chance now. JaVale McGee, he's starting to wind down his career. Three rings to your nice career, two with the Warriors, one of your one with the Lakers. You know, um, Anthony Davis gets to start that conversation of how high can he go and not only the the power for greats, but all-time greats. LeBron James gets a step closer to some of those who say he's not near Jordan, um, not near Kobe, but he also gets a step higher to those who say he's the GOAT. It's too much for the Lakers to lose. Jimmy Butler, he gets a ring. He gets commended, but nobody really, everybody will dap him up, but nobody's going to be like, Jimmy's a top five player of all time. He has two, He has nothing to lose. Jimmy Butler, one game in the finals, gave him his credit for probably the rest of his career. And I'm a Heat fan, by the way. I'm a Lakers and Heat fan, a Miami Dolphins and, and um, Cowboys fan. Everybody knows this about me. So it's not about, oh, I don't like the Heat. No, I'm being realistic. Take off your objective glasses, folks, and you can see what I'm saying. You can see what I'm saying. Um, Tyler Hero, 20 years old, man, I bet believe before Tyler Hero retires, he will see an NBA championship. He will. He will. Kendrick Nunn, good, solid player, might not be with Miami next year, but he'll have pl plenty of times to go run after a title. Iggy, if Iggy never wins another title, you have a finals MVP. Bam out of Bayou, he'll see another one with Tyler Hero again. Eric Spolstra, you are finally getting all the credit you deserve, Eric Spolstra. I remember three, four years ago, people were saying Eric Spolstra is an okay coach. Man, anybody can coach the Miami Heat team. No, not anybody can. Because to come from a 2011 meltdown, watching your best player, your best player, LeBron James, meltdown, to winning back-to-back -back titles and going to four straight, that says a lot. So now you're able to do that without LeBron, no stars, straight coaching, straight out coaching other coaches who were put ahead of you for no reason. Brad Stevens never won a title ahead of you, quote unquote, best coach in the league. How? Don't know. Nick Nurse, best coach in the league. How? Don't know. He's not ahead of you. Spolster's top eight already in playoff wins, folks. I remember 2016 Spolstra going um, with that Miami Heat team. I think it was 2016, 2015. They were, they were pushing to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. If it wasn't for Hassan Whiteside and Dwayne, I think it was Dwayne Wade's injuries, they would have played the Cavaliers in 2016, and that would have been a matchup we all wanted to see because Dwayne Wade was not in his prime, but Wade wasn't far off of it. He was averaging, I think, 15, no, I think 17, 18, 19 points that playoffs. But 
we pro we move forward to now, you get to see what Eric Spolstra is about. But Caldwell Polk is the was the key factor of why this series is going five games. When you play a team to say, let somebody else beat me. And that somebody else shows up in a series, that'll rip your heart out. That'll rip your heart out. You're watching somebody who usually doesn't show up, show up and have the greatest game of their life. And you're just sitting there like, damn, okay, we, 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 we can't move them off the baseline, not the baseline, but we can't per- play them perimeterally. They're just going to feed AD. We can't double team AD because obviously they're hitting their shots today. Okay, so game four, chalk that up. Going into game five, do you really, I want to ask my listeners this. Do you really think LeBron James and, um, oh, God dang it, my fault. Anthony Davis are going to let this chance to win a title slip by. You know that. We're not even going, you know, stop and pause the little podcast. We're just going to move forward. They're also wearing their Kobe jerseys for game five. They're shutting this out. This is over. Finals MVP talk over. LeBron James is your final MVP. People can say, hey, it, they only win when Anthony Davis uh, plays well. Time out. Yes. Because LeBron, I'm not saying Anthony Davis isn't a great player, but time out and think about this, folks. If your second best player don't play good and only one of y'all show up, that's only 50% of your two stars showing up. How? What one star beats a team? You cannot beat a team if only one star shows up. Now, two stars showing up, you can beat a team. Some people say, oh, how so? You know, the Pistons in 04 beat them. Yeah, that's because Kobe and Shaq had already won three titles together. They were tired of each other. Then not to mention the veterans around them. Uh, you know, you had Gary Payton, okay, on his last legs of his career. Um, he ended up winning a title with the Miami Heat. You have um, Karl Malone in his last legs. Not the same Karl Malone, but still effective in a way. You know, you got Derek Fisher. You got all these guys, but they already won. That's the difference. All those guys have already won titles, not Gary Payton and Carl Malone and those guys. But I'm saying at the time, majority of that team had already won. So they know what it felt like when you get to the top, the only place to go is down. The Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis haven't hit the top. So they're not giving this up. They're not losing this title. I refuse to say that they would. And if they do lose game five, hey, shit, the heat surprised the hell out of me. But I still don't think that the Heat can finish it. Drogic is not coming back. He's not coming back. He can't come back. Not on a torn um, plantar. You can't come back, man. You can't come back. How you going to run? So, for my Miami Heat fans, you came a long way. Um, Kudos to the Heat, man. Team is going to go so far in the future, but this year is not the year. This year is not the year.
Bucks versus Bears Thursday night football. Who am I going with? I am going with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, I believe that the Bears are pretenders. I don't think the Bears, one, can win their division. Two, I don't think the Bears truly have an answer at quarterback. I think Nick Foles, if anything, is a patch that you put at quarterback. Um, when I say a patch, I mean you got a leak, a flood, and you just say, damn it, when I come back from work, I'll fix it. Patch that up. That's Nick Foles. Nick Foles is um, a winning quarterback from the Philadelphia Eagles, went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, actually played good for the Jaguars, but got hurt. And that's my whole thing with Nick Foles. The only reason why Nick Foles is a patch quarterback is because you cannot play him for a full season. However, the Chicago Bears, with 12 games left in their regular season, decided it's time to play Nick Foles, even though we are 3-1. and one, And probably if we would have kept Trubisky and we would have been 2-2. Two and two. So they decided it was time to put Nick Foles in. When you look at the Bears roster, the Bears roster defensively is amazing. The money they gave Allen Robinson, um, I think is a, a little, I, I don't know if it's ridiculous, shall I say. I don't, hold on, let me, did they pay Allen Robinson? I'm not sure. Um, contract, Allen Robinson's contract. Contract extension. No, we're making progress. No, the Bears still didn't give um Allen Robinson his contract, which I think they shouldn't. I think, it. you know, um, for the most part, that takes time. That takes time, these contracts. I think they should pay him, but I think they should wait on how much they pay him because you know how this goes. Um, dudes see other dudes get paid and then say because they're the number one option on your team, they want to be paid like the number one option for every team. I don't think Allen Robinson is a guy that's worth that much money. I think, if anything, he's worth 18 mil per year, maybe close to 20 when you bring down the incentives. Um, you look at his stats, his stats are always, you know, let me look at his stats right now so we can all see this. Um, his stats for this year, 25 catches, 331 yards in the four games, he, no, in the three games he's played. Um, in the four games he's played, my fault. He's also caught two touchdowns, but his career stats is 380. He's played for six years, 380, 380 catches, 5,000 yards, 35 touchdowns. Those are okay numbers. Like I'm saying, those are okay numbers. He's not a bad player. He's a good player, but those numbers are okay. Those aren't number one receiver numbers. You get what I'm saying? Those aren't Hall of Fame numbers. Those aren't I'm going to give you goddamn 30, to, you feel me, 25 mil a year numbers. Those aren't those numbers. Um, and... Let's see the highest paid wide receiver. Where does he compare to him? Highest paid wide receiver. The highest paid wide receiver. Okay, so he's around Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill, 18 mil. Odell, 18. Yeah, he's not even in those range. And I was saying give him 18 because I'm thinking these guys get 20 to 25. But um, for the most part, if I'm Allen, I'm going around asking for 14 to 15. Um, cause yeah, that's around what he's worth, 14 to 15 mil. Um, but the whole Trubisky thing, Trubisky's out Chicago. That defense is going to have to hold up. That running game is going to have to hold up for the Bears. Um, and I just believe the Bears are going to have to, the Bears aren't the team they think they are. 
Like, I think the Bears are pretenders. Now, when you look at the Bucks, I think the Bucks are contenders. The only reason why I think the Bucks are contenders is because the mere fact that they have Tom Brady, who is real deal working on ways to get this team better. Now, oh, and sad news for the Bears, they don't even have Tariq Cohen's no more. He got hurt after they just extended his contract. Last year, he got hurt. So they signed Lamar Miller for the Bears to the practice squad. But back to um the Bucks. So for the Bucks, it's just like you got Mike Evans, you got Tom Brady, you got an okay O line who's holding up a rookie O lineman who's gonna get better over time. I can see that. Um, you have Legit, not Legarrette Blunt, my fault, Leonard Fournette. Um, then you have the rookie running back that you also have. It's just so many pieces that they have. They can't lose. Um, the, and this deep, the reason why I don't think they can lose is because that defense. If you give Tom Brady enough time to figure out what's going on with this offense, I believe that defense, that defense is going to be the thing that gives them time. Because if that defense can make stops, the more times they get the ball, the lower the, the games are. You don't need Tom Brady to go up there and try to throw the ball deep down the field to get your points on the board fast. No. If we keep the ball game between 24 and 17, we, the, the Bucks can win games. The Bucks can win games. You can win games like that with Tom Brady. You look at most of Tom Brady's game with the Patriots. It was usually, you know, manage the game and then... Win us the game in the fourth quarter. If you can put yourself in the best position to win the game in the fourth quarter with Tom Brady, I believe you can do that. But it all starts, one, with that defense, and then everything else will gel on that offensive side. So um, going to the Bucks versus Bears, I got the Bucks winning. The Bucks are going to win 27 to the Bears probably put up 14. I just don't see how that offense gets going. When that defense of the Bucks is just one too real, you got Whitehead, I think that's his name. That linebacker is smashing anything that comes his way. Um, he's looking like a defensive player of the year right now, seriously. In all seriousness, he's looking like a defensive player of the year. Uh, but in most part, yeah, that Bucks team is going to win today 27 14 against the Bears. Um, if I'm wrong, shit, we'll come back tomorrow and talk about it. So for my week five, top five NFL matchups this week, what I want to see is what the football team looks like for Washington. That's literally their name, folks. Football team, Washington. <laughs> Trash-ass name. But um, they benched Dwayne's ha Dwayne Haskins for Kyle Allen, Ron Rivera. Um, I don't like that move at all. Dwayne Haskins was put in a bad situation from the start. The team sucks. The, the weapons are trash. Um, the O-line is trash. Um, Chase Young has been hurt. Your defense has been going down. How the fuck do you expect that boy to win? Sorry, folks. I don't like to get angry anymore on the podcast, but that I don't I don't like seeing people set up to fail. You can't put Dwayne Haskins in there. For four games, he wins you the first game. You're happy for him. You're so proud of him. And three games after that, when everything starts falling apart, he's gone already? You cannot put him back in there if Kyle Allen is butt cheeks. You can't put him back in there. There was no preseason this year. OTAs were limited. Mini camps were limited. 
rookie camps were limited, and you want Dwayne Haskins to go in there and be three and one, two and two. You're lucky he got you to one and three. So that's one of the matchups I want to see this week. Um, that's number five on my list. Number four, I want to see the Bills versus Titans. Hopefully COVID doesn't interfere with that. We'll talk more about that a little later in the podcast. COVID, I mean, not COVID, <laughs> but the Titans. The Titans, I, I'm, a, I'm a Tannehill um, supporter. I believe that down here in Miami, Tannehill was a good quarterback. I knew that Tannehill was um, something if you give him an offensive line, just like any quarterback. But Tannehill, you give him an offensive line in the running game, he's at his best. Look at 2016 when he had Jay Ajayi, Jarvis Landry, a good O-line, and a solid defense. He was able to take you to the playoffs for the Miami Dolphins. That was the only time Adam Gates went to the playoffs. Now, he couldn't play in the playoffs because he got hurt. But that's another story. But, um... For the most part, the Tennessee Titans have given him what he needs, which is Derrick Henry at a running back, a good offensive line, and don't lose us the game. Solid defense. Jadavion Clowney's there now to take that position I think that Cameron Wake had for a couple of years over there. But for the most part, that Tennessee Titans team is a legit team, and I think they could be a contender. Now, them playing the Bills and seeing Josh Allen, who has been on a roll besides that one Rams game, just saying, he's been on a roll. There's been this is going to be a good matchup, folks. If you want to see a good matchup, a good game of real football, Bills versus Titans. If there's no COVID, that's my number four game I want to see this week. Number four, number three, Dolphins versus 49ers. I want to see the I want to see the Dolphins play. Um, I know a lot of people are like, man, what the hell you want to see the Dolphins play for? But the reason why I want to see the Dolphins play is because the mere fact of you have the Miami Dolphins who have, who are a team on the come up. You watch them play these teams. You'll see what I'm talking about. They played the Seattle Seahawks probably as close as you can. Um, part, mind you, Fitzpatrick late game interception. But for the most part, they played, they played that team very close up like, like only the Dolphins could. And that defense still needs to work out. And the number one question is, when is Tua coming? When is Tua coming? I need Tua to start getting reps with Devontae Parker, um, Williams on the outside, Jakeem Grant. Like, these are things that I want to start seeing. But I don't think this is the week we get Tua. Um, I'll tell you the week we get Tua. I think it's coming soon, but I don't think week five it is. We get Tua. I think the week is coming soon, but not week five. But that's my number three matchup I want to see this week. Number two. Man, just because I'm a Cowboys fan, I want to see the Cowboys beat the mess out of the Giants so they can go 2-3, and three, get back to the division. I'm not liking that the fact that the Eagles are winning our division, and they're 1-2-1. and one. Shout out to Jewels Fallen, because that's my boy, man. We be going back and forth on this Eagles stuff, and Cowboys all the time. He know it's all love for him, but the Cowboys, I need them to win this one. I need them to win this one, seriously. Um, that was no, That's number two on my list. Number three, Browns versus Colts. Now, the, the Colts, 3-1, and one, Browns. Three and one. The Browns, they're gonna either be contender or pretender. Baker Mayfield has to sell me something other than 165 yards throwing the football. He has to understand he is a quarterback. Baker Mayfield, you are a quarterback in the National Football League. I need you to throw for over 200 yards. You're not going to win a Super Bowl, go far in the playoffs, or do anything, especially with the Ravens in your division, the Chiefs in your conference. 
You know what I'm saying? The Patriots in your conference, you're not going to beat anybody throwing the ball for 165 yards, Baker. I need you to get it. I need um your coach to get it, Kevin Stefanski. I need you guys to understand the trick plays so they cool. That happened because my Cowboys, you know, secondary isn't the best, which I think we should either go get Earl Thomas or Eric Reed. I ain't going to talk too much about that. I'll do it at another time. But for the most part, Browns, I need you to do something. This Colts defense is real now. You're not going to go behind there just throwing th throwing these trick plays and running the ball like that because also Nick Chubb is out for a while, it seems like. So Kareem Hunt, you can't just bash his head against the wall. A team is going to figure that out. So I need you to open up the playbook. I need you to get in Del Odell involved. I'm looking forward to see the Colts versus Brown. That's my number one matchup of the week. COVID-19 COVID issues in the NFL, um, it's always been a, something that we all thought about. Now, recently, Cam Newton has said he has the coronavirus. He has been tested positive. Um, Stephon Gilmore, the corner for the Patriots, has also said he's tested. The Patriots have shut down their facility for this week. Um, it's still to be determined if they're going to play their game this week. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs have to get rapid testing around the clock because it's either they play the Las Vegas Raiders this week or they don't. Um, and the reason why that is is because Patrick Mahomes really was in front of Stephon Gilmore's face. So it's looking like the coronavirus is plaguing the NFL and it looks like it's going to be a problem. Um, the Tennessee Titans as well have had problems. Um, with COVID-19 issues, 20 of their players and staff, not but together have been po tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, another three, they're possibly not playing this week. The NFL is talking about maybe having them forfeit um, maybe their game just because they were also seen out. So last week they weren't supposed to be together. And they is a picture. There is a picture going around saying that showing that they were together. Now, one of those players that were with them also has now this week tested positive for coronavirus. So, obviously, something is going on within the Tennessee Titans organization. The NFL say they're going to look into it. They're going to hold them to the highest standard. Um, they probably are going to have to forfeit a game. Um, and, yeah, I think the NFL at this point should literally not stop the league. But if it gets worse, they should stop and come up with a bubble for the different regions. I was saying this from a, a while back. I think they should do a bubble in different regions. Um, I don't see why you don't have the NFC East play one one at one bubble, NFC North play in different bubble, NFC West play in another bubble, NFC South play in another bubble. Then, you know, when the playoffs come, okay, whoever had the, I guess, the best record, we're going to try to do something closer to your home, you know, your home city. Because now... It's only one team that gets a bye, so I guess it would make sense for the best team to also not only get the bye, but get kind of, I guess, a control of where everything's going, you know what I'm saying, in their direction. But that also depends on the state. Um, also, it's just tough, man, because I think the NFL is in such a hard spot because when you have played, when you have over 70, got not 75, but 52, 53 players plus practice squad, equipment, all these things, you can't do a bubble as easily as the NBA. So we're going to see what happens with the NFL bubble. If there's 
it possibly. <laughs> um, but we're going to see what happens with the NFL in this COVID outbreak that they're having. Um, it's getting bad, but from the looks of things, they say it possibly could go down. Because um, the NFL was having literally no tests come back positive. So the fact that tests are now coming back positive is saying that players are starting to act a little reckless. And I think that's something the NFL is going to hammer down on. I know they've been finding coaches and teams for not having on masks. Um, and we're going to see so much more from this. But like I said, the NFL should do a bubble. And yeah. So there's something that I haven't been doing that I said I was going to do for you guys on every podcast, which was leave a message. Um, my mother told me to start leaving messages again. She liked it. So my message for today is trusting your process. Um, just trusting your process. It's your journey. It's your life. It's your story. You're the only one that gets to tell it. Um, so just understand that if you, if you can't be happy with the decisions you made at the end of the day, even though regardless of what the results is, you're not going to be happy. So I, I need all my listeners to just go out there, trust your process, step by step, day by day, minute by minute, second by second. You can do it, I believe, if nobody else does. And this is a wrap for The Courtney Show. Follow me at The Courtney Show underscore on Instagram. Twitter coming soon. Got to make a new one because I always forget passwords. Um, so much more content coming soon. So much more interviews. If you want, if you know somebody that wants an interview or if you want an interview or if you wanted me to be in brand, a brand ambassador, hit the podcast Instagram page, DM me. Much love. Yeah.